show time we do apologize for the delay zach had things i had things i actually am podcasting currently from a brand new desk because mine was broken by a contractor over the weekend so it has been a thing as always we are brought to you by five in a game sports network how are you doing today buddy i'm doing good can't complain uh it's been a whirlwind of a few days uh Obviously, if you're on the YouTube version, you see that I got some uh, stuff behind me. I'm actually officially in the office. 95% done, but um, yeah. <laughs> that deserves a clap. Like for our audio listeners, even if you don't really do a lot on YouTube, please swing on by and check it out. Zach has a beautiful background behind him. He is actually in his office. He is no longer podcasting from the dining room table. Yeah. So yeah, and the, the nice thing too is like I got like you know my folks were down here for the weekend, so it was nice. Got a lot of cool, you know. Mm-hmm. Got the desk, the bookcase. I got I actually got a lamp beside me, which I can't show you guys right now. But the thing is, like, because it's one of those ones where you get like put stuff on the inside if you want to do something like a little little fancy with it. Mm-hmm. So, a friend of the show, the demigoddess, sent me a 1990-1991 NHL Pro set of hockey cards with like with a little crease at the bottom. Mm-hmm. My, my folks actually put the cards in there so i literally have a hockey card lamp so it's that got it. so on the on the if you look on the outside it's got like uh dave tippett from the whalers someone from nice. i think someone from the penguins uh kirk oh kirk mcclain from the canucks nice the, like the OG, like the black jersey flying skate canucks ones Woo! and then and then right on top obviously mark messier is one of them but the top top, it's Ray Bork with the Boston Bruins. Whoa, whoa. You can't I mean, go wrong with that. You can't whoa. go wrong with Ray Bork. Did get the opportunity to meet him a few years ago. He is a legend of a human being. Um, absolutely great. If you ever get the chance to go to, to an event where Ray Bork is a guest, I highly recommend it. And as oh, yeah. always, I will always pass on the message that I give to anyone when it comes to going to sporting events. If an athlete or a retired athlete is eating, leave them alone and you wait until they are done and they will respect you all the more for doing it. Because I just kind of, I didn't hover around Ray Bork, but I did just kind of like stand back. He was sitting at the bar eating after the event um, because it was like an alumni hockey game Mm kind of situation. Right. And uh, so I just kind of like hung back, was chit-chatting with some friends, you know, he finished eating, wiped his face, wiped his hands off with a little wet nap. And I walked up and I was like, you know, Mr. Bork, I didn't want to interrupt you while you're eating, but you know, you're absolutely a legend. I'd love to get a picture. I have it around here somewhere. Um, and he said that it is not often that people respect that. Um, if there an athlete go. is eating, please do not put yourself anywhere near their face, hands or mouth. Like just don't yeah. do it. Don't, yeah. don't do it. You might lose yeah. a limb. Um, especially after they've played a hockey game and they've been retired for a considerable amount of time. Um, just, you know, right. 
you know, a little bit of life advice if you're ever meeting an athlete. So, <laughs> right. But how are you doing though, outside of, you know, having to get a new desk replaced by a contractor and oh, how was the wedding? The, the wedding was really good. It was absolutely beautiful. My cousin Karen actually did like the flowers and centerpieces for the wedding and the reception. Oh, I got nice. to see my grandma, which is always great. I mean, she's 90, so take every opportunity to see her when I can. Right. She did ask the next time I would be coming up to Michigan. And I just kind of like looked at her and laughed. And I said, probably in one of the summer months when it's, you know, gorgeous <laughs> in northern Michigan and absolutely the pit fires of hell in Florida. Because um, right. I don't, I don't do Michigan, especially northern Michigan, almost Canada in the winter. Um, yeah, and unless it's like say a road trip to you know like out of Michigan or central yeah, Michigan well, or stuff like that, where it's like you know it, during the, during the hockey season. <laughs> yeah, the the last time my mom and I made a pilgrimage to northern Michigan was Christmas in 2014 slash 2015. Um, yeah. we made a whole road trip. We went up and visited my grandpa who lived in Illinois and saw him at his assisted living facility and mm. then went up to see her parents. And, um, I mean, both my grandpa grandpas were alive at this time. So it was kind of like, right. we knew, we knew that the end was coming pretty soon for, for one or both of them. Um, right. so we made the trip up there. That's also the Christmas that I got my Chicago Blackhawk Santa Claus hat and that beautiful Corey Crawford jersey that's hanging out right here, that was my Christmas present because that was also the year that I got to go to the Winter Classic. So You love to see um, it. That, that, that's awesome. So Absolutely. I did make a singular snow angel and then remembered that I was like in my 30s and it was cold. And <laughs> then I went inside. Um, so, but, but, but enough about like not women's hockey because. It's, I mean, it's woe show time. I mean, we got it, you know. It's it's woe show time, and of course we are going to start off with our friends over in the PHF. Mm. Uh, I feel like this shouldn't even say weekend recap. This should say week recap because yeah, it was a very interesting uh, week seeing you know Tuesday Wednesday games. Like you know, I didn't hate it. I could I could I could, get, I could get used to it honestly. Like I, I really could, and honestly, like in the next few seasons, I could see games not being played on just the weekends so it was really awesome to see the connecticut whale and the um buffalo buttes did have to make up two games uh due to buffalo not being able to travel during the winter apocalypse that happened in buffalo a few months ago yeah. um the first game between the whale and the beats was absolutely a thing we whale fan love to see because it was an Abby Ives shutout, and we love when brick wall Abby Ives comes to play. Um, it, it was a great game. The final score was three to nothing. Watching hockey on a Tuesday was just like it made my heart so happy. Like it really made my heart just absolutely delighted. I didn't have anything to do on a Tuesday night. So I was watching the PHF, and it was great. The The social teams were on it, too. The Will kept telling kids, like, you can forget your homework for right now. But just <laughs> kidding. Like, don't forget your homework. Please do your homework. Um, it, I mean, it was a great game. I mean, the PHF Twitter is, like, certain teams are still undefeated, for sure. There are some that could be, like, you know, stepping up a little bit. But mm -hmm. there, are some, there are some ones where you're just like, yeah. We're here for yeah. it. Oh, for sure. 
And uh, I mean, we saw three goals from the whale. Obviously, Justine Reyes opened up the scoring in the second period. We did have a Kennedy Marchment goal. I don't even think we can say have a season anymore. Like just have a career, Kennedy Marchment, because my goodness, it's, it's only it's only it's only like a season and a half, and it's like yeah, she her career. It's just a career at this point. Yeah, it's like, at, at this point, like just have a career, because we we do have a, a small Kennedy Marchment update coming up here in just a moment as well. And then the scoring was closed by Katarina Mrazova um, in the third period. So, you know, a, a nice 3-0 whale shutty. It's not something that you hate to see. Um, no, no. They you're, did... you're, you're always here for the shutties. I mean, they're just so absolutely. nice. They, they are just absolutely beautiful. And then, of course, they again played on Wednesday. And on Wednesday, we did see the whale take another win. This time, it was 7-3. to three. Um, yeah, the it, whale, came, the whale it, it was really awesome, and they and they came to play that game because uh, goals on <laughs> the extra point was good, as they say. The extra point was good, and another great thing that we got to see in this game was a Kennedy Marchment hat trick, and that I mean, just has a beautiful, beautiful ring to it. I mean, just. Kennedy Marchment hat trick. I, I want to say that so many more times in my life. <laughs> this game saw goals from a lot of whale players. We had Samo open the scoring. Pickles scored next. Then the first Kennedy Marchment goal. Then Justin Justine Reyes decided I'm going to join the party too because it was just <laughs> you get a goal and you get a goal. Oprah must have been in attendance. I mean, um, the fact we get a Pickles goal, you just knew automatically at that point. Yeah, this 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 is going to be a whale win because whenever Pickles scores, it's always a good time. So I mean, it's true. I also may or may not have texted Courtney because the Ice Hogs were playing that night, and I said, "Okay, well, <laughs> one Pickles has a goal, so we need we need brother Pickle Pickles to also get a goal." Unfortunately, he did not deliver. But it's fine because he, he didn't he didn't get the memo. Obviously, it's like come on, man. If, if if your sister scores, you have to score. That's how it works. I mean, that's how it works. What are, like, what are we doing here, man? Like, come on, got got to be on top of it a little bit for us. You got to no, come through for sure. And then just before the end of the first period, the Buffalo Buttes did sneak one past the Tendi. Uh, Summer Ray Dobson did net a goal. Um, in the second period, there was only one goal, and that was from Claudia Kepler of the Buffalo Buttes and she turned around about seven ish minutes into the third period and said, I wasn't done and scored a second. So at that point we had Claudia Kepler on Hattie watch and it was like, Oh gosh, what's happening. Um, but the Buttes did come back like 45 ish seconds later with Kennedy Marchman's second goal. That was followed up a little over a minute later with Hannah Bates scoring and then Kennedy Marchment's hat trick goal did come on the empty net. And she just kind of, you know, rounded out a absolutely phenomenal evening. And not only was it on an empty net, the whale were also short handed. Short, short handed empty net goals. Ooh, like it's, ba it's bad enough when it's just an empty netter, but you're on a short handed empty netter too. You hate to see it. Like that's just like, oh, that's, that's like a double whammy. It's like, you don't, you don't want to see that. It really, really is, but you know, don't necessarily hate to see it. No, um, I, mean, I mean, on our our bias side is not upset with it. As no. PHF fans, you're kind of like, oof. Yeah. But you know, it's like it's oof Marones, but what can you do though? So I mean, and you know, while we're on whale news, we will just go ahead and wrap up their weekend series <laughs> against the Toronto Six because they did play Tuesday, Wednesday, and then again on Saturday and Sunday. 
Um, so that's they, a lot of that's a lot of hockey for the whale. That is a lot of hockey for the whale, and they did have to make the trip up to Toronto because they were playing in Toronto. Mm. Saturday's game wasn't really a, a whaley great effort that we wanted to see, but again, I, I'm going to go with they were probably a little tired. I mean, they played two games. They had like a day and some change, and then they had to board the bus to Toronto. Uh, the whale which, did... which is which is not a quick trip either, though. That's no, no, it's really, really not. Um, the whale did lose that game uh, seven to four to the Toronto Six. We did see two goals from Brianne Wilson Bennett. We also saw two goals from Teresa Vazova and two goals from Brittany Howard. There were a lot of six players on Hattie Watch. Um, we did get whale goals from Pickles herself. Uh, she did open the whale scoring. And then we had another goal from Melissa Samuskevich. And Katrin Lonergan and Justine Reyes did round out the scoring for the whale that day. Again, I'm going with there was some tiredness. The game definitely was a little slow to start. And you could tell towards the end of the game, there were some tired whales out on the ice. They needed, they needed uh, some, some fresher legs than they had. But again, the schedule was made prior to anyone knowing. Yeah. It's, I mean, that, I mean, cause you're used to, I mean, for the, for the PHF, you're used to like what two goal, like two games in like two days basically. And that's pretty much it. And then you get I like five days off. And yeah, then you, you do yeah, it again if you don't have a bye week. Yeah, it's just like it's it's not common to see four games in one week for a team. So mm -hmm. I guess it's kind of like I think like once we get more and more teams in the league and this becomes more of a thing, I guess players will start getting used to it. But doing this lot. on short notice, yeah, especially going to especially with the trip, like you said, to Toronto, which is not. I mean, you mm -hmm. are resting but it's not like your body's fully recovered by then especially when you just got done with a bus trip so exactly it so, is what it is but hey another pickles goal can't be upset about it so i mean you know it's and ran ran reyes is just like hold up i know you scored a lot of goals there uh kennedy but let, let me help I'm me take a board. yeah i'm gonna take a couple for myself and i mean katrin lonergan is also having a fantastic rookie campaign she i mean she's been on the score sheet several times already this season some, some about wells rookies man they just they just <laughs> know how to score when it when it will so i mean it, there must be something about wells rookies when it comes to it, scoring goals it's just it has it to sense. be it makes sense and, it, it really, really does. And then to round out the whale recap, since they did play four games this weekend, um, yeah. we did play uh, again in Toronto on Sunday. And that did see the whale come out with a victory four to one versus the six. Scoring was opened by Alyssa Wolfiler, or as the whale liked to call her, Alyssa Scorefiler. That was that was a, a good tweet to see. Um and then the second period saw whale goals from Kennedy Marchment and Katrin Lonergan. Of course. In the third period, of course, Kennedy Marchment came to score again. Oh, no. Again. But here we go. <laughs> also shorthanded and unassisted. Um, something about something about Kennedy Marchment and, and shorthanded goals just somehow sounds right. It just makes sense. <laughs> It really does. And then the six did find a way to squeak one by Abby Ives at 827 in the third period. Brittany Howard did tuck one in and that was the final goal scored of the game. Final score four to one. I mean, to give you an idea, Abby Ives had one goal against and a 969 save percentage. Oof. She had herself a game. Uh, uh, yeah. 
just a, the, just a little bit, almost a nine seven. Yeah, yeah, I think you're I think you're feeling pretty good about yourself at that point. Oh, for sure. I mean, both teams at the end of the game did have 32 shots on goal. So, I, I mean, one goal on 32 shots that that's not too shabby. We are not going to no. hate on that one bit whatsoever. Elaine truly also had a great game. She may have allowed four goals. However, her save percentage was an 875. So, I mean, it's not, I mean, on four on, it's not bad when you have four goals on 32 shots. I mean, it's not 900, but. Mm -mm. And then course, we had. Gary, of course, Gary has to show up because we're talking of course Woho. He does. So. We're talking Woho, and we all know Gary is a fan of the Woho. Uh, the next series we'll kind of recap real quick. We did have the Boston Pride make a visit to Quebec to play the Montreal Force. On Saturday, the Boston Pride showed out with a 5 to nothing shutout of the Montreal Force. Uh, I mean, are we shocked that the Pride get shutouts? It's... It... At, at this point, we're really not. I mean, Corinne Schroeder... Come on now. Um, she is like, just I, I want to know what the single season record for shoutouts is, unless she's, she's already, already broken, broken it. She's, like, she's already had a break at this point. So I'm curious, like, does she hit 10? Because she's at what five now, I believe. Mm-hmm. And does, does she hit 10? Also, I, I'm just gonna throw this out there. This was not an easy shutout by any sense of the word. Mm -hmm. Corinne Schroeder faced 50 shots. Five zero. Hold on. Are we sure we're not talking about like the Canadians here? Like 50 shots on goal in the PHF. That's uh, that like 35 range is about normal. 40 if you're really on it that night. 50 shots in a PHF game by 50 one shots, and it was a shutout. Like, and oh, by the way, she got another assist because you know, why not? Um, I, mean, I mean, why not? So, so basically, what you mean is death taxes and cringe Schroeder gets a shut up just because that does oh appear goodness. to be the new way of the woho world. The uh, I mean, honestly, hot, hot take I think she hits 10. I think she's gonna hit 10 shutties this year, which it's it might be tough, but I think hey, hey, she's already gotten five. Who's to say she can't get another five? It's possible. It's, it it's is a possible. Long, it's, a, it's a long shot. We love our hot takes. I think we she do. Hits, I think she hits double digits, and I think that's that's a record that might not be broken for a while unless we get more teams, more games mm -hmm. of the season, stuff like that's that. That's going to be like a Tony Esposito level record. Um, yeah, I I think she's. I, I'm like it's going on the limb on this one, but I think she's going to do it. I think she's going to yeah. hit ten. And. Not only did she get a 50 save shutout, Lauren Gable scored not a hat trick. She had four of the five pride goals in that game. What do you even call four goals in a game? Like, I know, like, a we gotta come up with a good term for a four goal game because that's insane. We, we do. I have a joking term that I use just amongst friends that I will not share because it is really just like an internal thing. Um, but I, I think we should come up with something. We should figure something out. Yeah, um, we should. and then of course, Lauren Gable could not be stopped this weekend. She did have another goal in Sunday's game between the force. That game did actually go into overtime. It was tied at one at the end of the third. So they did go to overtime. And, uh, at the end of the day, the force forced their way through Corinne Schroeder uh, and, uh. 
<laughs> just before overtime was over, like less than a minute on the clock, they did net that game-winning goal. And, you know, I am never, ever sad to see Jade Downey Landry score a goal. Um, she is absolutely just a, a force to be reckoned with. It is appropriate that she plays to the force because, whew, she can get it done. You're you're, um, uh, you're forcing these puns a little bit. <laughs> you know, sometimes I really can't help myself, and it is what it is. So <laughs> the final series we did see this weekend, the Metropolitan Riveters rode on up to Buffalo to face the Buttes. The Buttes did win Saturday's matchup 4-1, to one, so they did have a good rebound from their uh, Connecticut Tuesday and Wednesday trip. We did see goals from Whitney Dove, Jessica Healy, Courtney Maud, and Claudia Kepler. And then on the Riveter side of things, we did have a goal from Mintu Tuominen. Um, it was a pretty lightly physical game for like a Riveters game. Um, to which the is, point, which is which is very surprising. To the point where like. Uh, there, there were no Kendall Cornine penalties, which is like, you know, I mean, she's... Wait, wait hold up. Yeah. There's yeah. no way you can tell me we got no score nine, Cornine penalties in the game. That, no Cornine penalties. Sound... You might as well say that Madison Packard didn't get any penalties or Kelly she... or, or, or Babstock didn't get any penalties because, come on, let's be honest here. There were also no Babstock penalties, and Madison Packard did have a singular penalty towards the end of the game. She did get a two minutes for roughing. Okay, you you have to be pulling my leg here because there's I'm no not, way. There's no way. I am Babs, not. There's no way Babstock didn't get a penalty because that that's like that's like rain. It's gonna happen regardless. There's no way. No, it it did not happen. There were no Babstock penalties. There were no Cornine penalties, and there was call, a singular. I call, I call Madison Packer. I call well, shenanigans. I'm a, I'm about to give you some shenanigans, sir. On <laughs> Sunday's game, oh geez. the Riveters came back after a 2-2 tie to end the second period and net six goals for a final score of 8-2. Oh, my this game saw the scoring open in uh, Buffalo open the scoring. Courtney Maud did score the first goal. We had a Kelly Babstock goal. We had an MGM goal. Wow. It's then we had since, an. It's been a while since you said an MGM goal. That's... It is. It, it definitely has been, but it seems like the Buttes are finally kind of starting to gel and really find their way. So, it, and that mm -hmm. is a good thing to see because they definitely have not had the best campaign this season. No. We saw another Kelly Babstock goal. And then in the third period, I was actually on the phone when all of this scoring started. So when the Riv Riveters net their third goal, it was a, a, a Mintu Tuominen goal. And then over the course of two minutes and 35 seconds, the Riveters scored four more goals. Oh At 6.01, we had a goal from Kendall Cornine. At 7.07, we had a Madison Packer goal. At 7.29, we had a Reagan Rust goal. And at 8.36, we had a Madison Packer goal. Would you like to know how confusing it was to be on the phone and have my Twitter just going, is it, is it, is it, 
because not only was I getting scoring updates from the Riveters, I was also getting scoring updates from the Buttes. And for that, like, two minutes, my phone was going insane. I had 19 Twitter notifications. I'm surprised your phone didn't have a meltdown at that point. <laughs> like, starts, like, smoke starts coming out of the speaker right? on the phone. You're like, what in the world? I mean, I mean, we, we got a Packer Hattie watch out of nowhere. And it's like, wait a minute, timeout. What's going on here? Like, yeah, grief. Eight goals, six goals. Six us. goals, a six goal third period. And four of those goals were scored in one or two minutes and 35 seconds of play. Oh, my. Oh, my goodness. That's. Yeah, it that's was. insane. It was absolutely insane. And then the final goal was scored by Sarah Bujold to close out the third period. Just under five minutes left. Zach, this is where things go right in the world. This game, we did have a Kelly Babstock penalty. Okay. We did have a Madison Packer penalty. Okay. And so things kind of did balance themselves. Okay. The, the okay, universe so. came back into kind of balance here. Okay. Um, so so there's so there's no apocalypse coming. There's no, no like no 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 crazy, it, it, it was, craziness it was happening. It's okay. It was one of those random games where something happens. The world, the the hockey gods would be like, all right, hold up. Yeah. We we gotta set this right because this doesn't this like we don't want the mojo to go sideways on us. <laughs> We got it. We got to fix them a little bit here. So I mean, we got to fix things a little bit. So they did give us, you know, a, a few goals going on. And I mean, it was a great PHF weekend. I did watch most of it from my cell phone since I was out of town and did not have, you know, big TV ESPN plus access. I was possibly watching the whale play on on Saturday while I was at the wedding reception. No, I am so shocked. Who could have seen that happen? Like, And, um, not you. One of my aunts was like, what are you doing? I'm like watching hockey. And she looked at me. I was like, this is very on brand for me. Why are you surprised? Um, I mean, I, I mean why, like, it's like, why are you shocked by this? Like, yeah. Like you hello? should not, you should not be surprised by this in any way, shape or form. Um, but it was a, a great PHF weekend, just kind of taking a look over at the standings because, you know, things did get shaken up a little bit this weekend. I mean, when you play four games in a week, you know, kind of yes. have a little bit of a goal differential change and standings changes and yes. all that good and stuff. So, I mean, the schedule sense. is also kind of back in balance again because for the most part, Every team has played at least 13 games. So things are not as crazy as they were. Right. Um, we do have one game coming up on the 27th. That is just before the All-Star break. Uh, we do have the Montreal Force at the Connecticut Whale. So that'll be an exciting game to see. I believe that is the only game that weekend because they're trying to balance the series out since there have been a couple weekends where like the whale have only played one game and other teams. Yeah. So it is on Friday, the 27th at 7 PM in Connecticut. It is the only game that weekend because all-star break, baby, the all-star is on the, or the all-star game is on the 29th. So that is going to be super exciting to see finally the Toronto all-star extravaganza that has been pl planned and ready to go and then moved and now back to Toronto. So we are excited to see that. Uh, we do currently still have the Boston Pride sitting on top of the standings with 34 points. They have 12 wins and two losses, one overtime loss, followed by the Toronto Six with 30 points, 
white caps are at 26, whale at 22, force at 16, ribs at 14, and the buttes are sitting in last place in the league with eight points. But again, they've had some struggles gelling together as a team. They also do now officially lead the league in penalty minutes with 138. Uh, not far behind are the Riveters with 130. The Whitecaps and the Force are the only two teams in the league in double-digit penalty minutes for the season, but Montreal needs a singular penalty minute to cross into triple digits. They currently have 99. Um, oh, my word. So, you know, it's spicy hockey, and we love some spicy PHF hockey. We're not going to complain about it. Um so it, it was it was a great PHF weekend, and I know we dropped some exciting news today. So I guess it's time. Wait, we got to talk about Canadian Marchman real quick. Oh, we, you are right. I'm hello, so, we look, got some we got some pretty awesome stuff to talk about. I mean, we do. I just I know that we're running a little short on time, so good, I don't want to push you. Um, Kennedy Marchment has broken the all time points record and? for the Connecticut Whale. And, and, and there's more. <laughs> keep going. I'm gonna give she you also, a chance. She also broke a goals record. So I mean, yeah. Like for the fact it's only been, it's a season and a half, already breaking the goal yeah. record and the points record. And you're just like, because it's crazy. Because you think of like there's like the season. I know we're in season eight. You think okay, there's got to be someone that's been around a good bit to set records a little bit higher. But you're like, no. No, not really. And that just shows you how good Kenny Marshman is for the fact that she's yeah. already broken it a season and a half in. A sophomore player has already set two well records. Yeah. Not to yeah. mention she did get six goals and assists last week to get the second star. <laughs> which, which, I mean, the first star, five goals. I can see that. But, I mean, seven points in four games, you break two franchise records. I think that's kind of warranted for a first star of the week. I mean, yeah. in my opinion, like not all biases aside, because you know, obviously we're whale fans here, but I mean at the same mm -hmm. time, it's like I don't know, seven points, franchise records. It, it, it kind of would make sense, but you know what though? I mean, have like you said, have a career candy marchman already. Have a career girl, like 40, 41 points. I think it's like what I forget what the goals were, but it was just like it's insane. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, it's we just, do it's, want it's wild. It's wild, man. <laughs> How good Kenny Marchman is! Like, excuse me. So so good. We do want to give a quick let's talk Wawacha update. Um, again, this this is going to be quick. We are running short on time. Zach does have another commitment after this. So we are just I, I, I'm, I'm a wanted man when it comes to talking about hockey for whatever reason. They're like, Zach, we need you to talk hockey. We okay, need I'm Gary's sorry. turning lights off and just being his normal chaotic self. I swear that I swear Courtney trained this cat. It's fine. She's never been here, but I'm pretty sure she trained my cat. I mean, it, it, all she all she has to do is like look through the screen and it's like mojo will happen. Chaos will yeah, just, just be set. So absolute it's absolute insanity when it comes I mean, to this kitten. He right. Is, well, you're well, you're also ready to say, you know, that we got some awesome news that we just it, it is. Today, we're going to so. go over some quick scores real quick and then we're going to drop that awesome news. So well, we're just going to hit the, the friends of the pod real quick. Lake Superior State did play Michigan State University on Saturday. They did fall two to one, but again, their, their goal differential has been minuscule all season. So, I mean, 
it is it is great to see that it's staying that way. They just they they just gotta they just gotta gel a little bit. Just gotta gel a little bit. Uh, Penn State did come into Yost Ice Arena to play University of Michigan, where University of Michigan did route them seven to nothing. Yeah. It woof, and then Mi- they, Mi- they, they Michigan did, wasn't messing around. Yeah, they did uh, play again on Sunday. We will get there in just a moment. Looks like the Lake Superior State at Aquinas College game was not played. It was scheduled for Sunday at one, and then <laughs> Penn State had their rematch game against the University of Michigan, in which the University of Michigan said six to one is going to be the final score of this game. So a thirteen to one goal differential on the weekend. Versus yeah. Penn State, not really terrible. I mean, a thirteen to one goal differential is like, uh, uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it uh, seems okay. like it's it seems like Jenna Turbiano, uh friend yeah. of the pod, is uh, she's having herself a good season with, uh, with her players in front of her, just putting on a just a, an absolute mm-hmm. like inspiring squad of goals. It's like, okay, we see you, Michigan. Um, okay, then. <laughs> yep. We did have Sioux College come in and visit these your friends, the Chips at Central Michigan University on Saturday. Mm-hmm. The Chips did fall two to one in an overtime loss in that game. I mean, you're talking about the you're talking about the undefeated number one team in the nation, and you take them to an OT. I mean, yeah. you can't really you can't really be upset with that. No, so, I, I mean, mean, especially considering that Sioux College had seventy-two shots on goal. Yeah, yeah. Whew, that not whew, that not, like I think I just got heartburn from seeing that number. Um, <laughs> uh, um, and then of course Sioux College did play in uh, in Central Michigan again. This game was a little tougher in in the loss categories. The Chips did lose four to nothing. Um, definitely I mean, tough game again. High shots. Sioux College had fifty shots on goal. uh it's safe to say why sue college is undefeated when you're going about yeah. i think what's like what's that what'd you say 70 and 50 so you're going like 120 122 sh- shots on goal for the weekend in, in two games yeah that's like that's what some teams do for maybe a season maybe a week maybe a few games but yeah um yeah that's like a four or five game goal or shot total there not not yeah. two so I mean, I mean, it is what it is. But speaking of Central Michigan, real quick, I know we got our news announcement. But we did we get do. some. We did get some tips, though. We uh, the lovely CMU team. Mm-hmm. Um, more importantly, the captain actually reached out to us. There was a couple things that she needed to like help us out with, real quick, mm-hmm. because we were kind of confused about a couple things on our last Woe show. Mm-hmm. So they actually reached out. We dropped that episode like nine o'clock that night, and like like a couple hours later, get a message. Oh, hey, just listen to the show. Here's a couple things real quick for you guys. Mac, this is why you're an absolute beauty, by the way. Like, Yes. De- yeah. I mean, Mac Bennett, just just amazing. He's a great captain. You know, you love to see it. Yeah. So the thing was, um, they played Penn State, which was D1 because they were on their way to Lake Superior State. Mm-hmm. Um, they did lose, unfortunately, but that doesn't count against their schedule because that was out of, division. A, out, of uh, out of the league since it's D1 and D2. Well, yeah. So out of division. Division. Yes. Yeah, so, well, as, as she as she puts it, it's out of league. So I'm I'm trying yeah. to like get no, like yeah. Understand. Uh, and then <laughs> the school name we absolutely were not even close on. I mean, <laughs> you were farther away than I was. Listen here, I tried my best here. 
uh we both it, did let's be honest we both did try our best yeah it was us and a boin us and a boin yeah it's u-h-s-i-n-a-b-o-y-n is how the pronunciation okay. thing is so yeah it's us and a boin us and a boin i'm like how okay. we will look the the we'll other it is. <laughs> the other great thing about mac not only did she give us all this information She's going to be on the pod next week, guys. So let's on Sunday. Let's go. We got so we had the alternate captain and Ellie Castelli on twice mm-hmm. already, mm-hmm. three times, twice, two or three, twice. 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 And now we get the captain, Mac Bennett. Which, mm-hmm. by the way, the fo- like because the fact that we were trying, you know, like, hey, you want, you want to do an announcement for you? Is there any pictures? It's like, yeah, sure, no problem. Just drops like absolute heaters. Like, like just I'm wait like, till you guys see the episode graphic because it's going to oh, have a different image than the guest graphic that we dropped online. Which yeah. I don't know how I forgot to do this earlier. To see those graphics, please head on <laughs> over to our Twitter or our Instagram at Talkwo Hockey Pod. And of course, you should be watching this on YouTube so you can see Zach's new fire background and the fact that he's in his office. And on YouTube, you can follow us at Let's Talk Whoa Hockey. Make sure you like our videos and, you know, you do the commenty thing and that you're subscribed and, yeah. you know, no, share them like with it. your friends. Like, do oh, all it, do all do all the YouTube things like I mean, well, I mean, I mean, it's 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 Whoa Show. It's hot. It's the Blackhawks. But we, we really love the Whoa Show part. But yes, we, we are super excited to have Mac on. So we got two of the three leadership team. We do. Of Central Michigan, I, I get to t- I get to talk to my I get to talk to my chips. You, you do? love to see it. You love to see you it. Do. Fire up the chips! I'm really excited. I got a couple more games this week, so mm-hmm. I think some uh, new winning streaks should be starting soon. So, I mean, I'm just I excited. Mean, it's gonna be. I'm great. here for it for you, buddy. And then the other amazing thing that dropped today there there were actually two. I'm not gonna lie. There this one <laughs> came first, and then the second one came shortly after, and we'll get to that in a second. The IHF Women's World schedule has been released. We have another tournament to look forward to. As it stands, it is a 31-game schedule, and it will begin on April 5th. (laughs) The quarterfinals are set to start on the 13th of April, semifinals on the 15th, and the gold medal game will take place on April 16th. Group A is compromised of Canada, the Czech Republic, Japan, Switzerland, and the U.S. Group B will be Finland, France, Germany, Hungary, and Sweden. And we get to bring the IIHF Women's World back to Canada. They will be taking place at the CAA Center in Brampton, Ontario. Obviously, Canada's playing on home ice. Um, They (laughs) are hosting for the ninth time, and they have won six of eight tournaments that they have played at home. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, hey, IHF, can we like spread the wealth a little bit? Like, just, I mean, just, just, just <laughs> nothing against, nothing against Canada, nothing against Canada, but I hear like North Carolina or Florida are really great places to host hockey tournaments, like just things yeah. that I've heard. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean. I, I think you can talk to the Hurricanes about, you know, barring the barn a little bit. I mean, I could probably figure. talk to the Iceman about barring the barn for a little bit. I, I mean, mean, no, no one would be upset with it. I mean, no. you, you know, you know, but it's just like, who, who wouldn't want to be in Florida in April? Let's be honest. Like, well, <laughs> it's not all in April in Florida is still that beautiful, like 
mostly springtime and it's not a million degrees out yet like well june to 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 september are just awful times as long as the craziness that is florida kind of like tampers itself down a little bit (laughs) you're funny funny. uh (laughs) Group play does open with France taking on Finland at 11 Eastern on April 5th. The Americans open their tournament against Japan at 3 p.m. that same day. And Canada will be facing Switzerland at 7. Germany, Hungary, Japan, and Sweden will begin their play. Oh, this is definitely a typo because Japan's playing America. Uh, Germany, Hungary, another country, and Sweden will begin their play. Oh, uh, it'll be Chechnya then. Yes, uh, Czech Republic. Yes, um, I thought this it was Czech because for the guys it's Chechnya. So which which is is it Chechnya or is it Czech Republic? The Czech I I... Republic is what it says here. Then again, mm. they put Japan twice. So who I knows? think it's it's probably Chechnya because because everyone everyone sees that now as the thing. So that's probably what it is. But let's see. Let me go to the IIHF website and see what they IIHF. Say. What are we doing here? Come on. Pick a side. It says Chechi on the IHF site. So, you know, whatever. Thank you. (laughs) Um, (laughs) This is actually the first women's world in which Finland will be playing in Group B. Because they wild. It's so crazy because they did lose to Japan, which was even crazier. Again, people say there's no parody in women's hockey, but hello. Uh, um, J- Japan would like to have a word, please. For for seriousness, like um, no, for realsies, for realsies. They beat Canada in the semis to get to the silver medal game in 2019. So this is definitely nothing that the Finns are used to. So we will see how this tournament goes for them. Um, of course, April 10th is. The day pretty much everybody who follows women hockey, women's hockey will absolutely be watching because April 10th is the first preliminary round matchup between Canada and USA. So we know a whole lots of folks are going to be watching that game. Um, It is going to be absolutely amazing. And then to kind of wrap out the woe show here, there was... A tweet that came from our friend, Mr. Wyshes, I can't say his name. Um, Wyszynski? That guy. Um, I I, I got you. You got me. Uh, It was just announced at 4.30 this afternoon that Team USA's Alex Carpenter and Hillary Knight and Team Canada's Emily Clark, Rebecca Johnston, and Sarah Nurse will be participating in the NHL All-Star Skills Competition alongside the one and only... Bobby Lou himself, Roberto nice. Luongo. Let's go. Um, that, that, that's what's up. That is absolutely what's up. I cannot wait to watch. Um, I mean, obviously, we love when our Woho stars are featured in things. Honestly, top moment ever is Kendall Coins Gofield participating in the fastest skater competition and absolutely showing those boys how it is done. So we are super excited to see that take place. Um, We've got IIHF Women's Worlds coming up. We've got another PHF game on Friday. We love Friday WoHo Nights. And of course, PHF All-Star Game is on Sunday. And we are going to be kind enough to record early enough in the day so that you can watch Let's Talk Woe Hockey's next Woe Show on Sunday. And then go watch the PHF All-Star Game. 
See, we're looking out for you guys. Looking we out always, for you. We always look out for you guys. So, my friend Zachary, as we come to the end of our show today, since you are just such a popular hockey commentator, podcaster person, where I, I can mean, I try? I try. <laughs> where can the humans find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at One True Zach on Twitter. That's Oni True Zach. It's spelled out, and I like number one, like the O'Neaters. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Zach R Martin Twenty Two. You find a whole plethora of different things I like to, you know, personal interest stuff outside of hockey and all that good stuff. Beth, where can people find you on the socials? Well, on the Bird app, you can find me at Wonder Beffers. That is like the word wonderful, not like the number one over there, like my co-host Zach. Like, I wonder what happened to the Oneaters. You got it, my friend. And on Instagram, you can follow me at GoodBetterBeffers. You will mostly see pictures of my pets uh, because I love them. And that's that's what Instagram's for. It's for, like, pets and food. And, of course, you can check us out on Twitter and Instagram as well, at TalkWillHockeyPod. And make sure you're giving our network a follow as well for instagram and twitter it is the number five and a game sn and on tiktok where cat is absolutely slaying the tiktok game it is the word five game sn for myself beth for my dude zach this has been the 41st episode of let's talk woe hockey our amazing woe show we're gonna see you guys in just a couple days for the hockey show but we had some delays. It is what it is. Life happens. Yeah. We will catch you guys next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for watching this Five in a Game Sports Network podcast. Now avoid the selfie and go enjoy your game misconduct. See you next time.